0: Welcome back, another installation, or inst- installment, another installment <laughs> of Two Dads at Night. Insulation for your head. It's, yeah, it's Jake and Caleb, or Caleb and Jake, we're back, brought to you by my bedroom with a foldable table with a shawl on top Yeah, to reduce the noise.
1: And you also have a mug from Medieval Times. A
0: mug from Medieval Times, that's right.
1: I haven't been there since I was a kid. Yeah? I liked it. I think I've, we had the Black Knight.
0: Oh, yeah. That was ours the last time, too. Yeah. Actually, I've been more as an adult than I have a kid since we moved up here in 2017. So That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. One time we actually went, and uh, this is a little side, side tiff, but um, it was right after um, season seven finale of Game of Thrones, and we went, and the Yellow Knight ended up being the bad guy, and we... As a group, there's about probably eight of us, eight or ten of us, and we all screamed shame at him for a solid two minutes. And the poor guy, like, whenever they come out after the show, they come and sign like autographs or take photos. Um, and we still were <laughs> yelling guys. shame at him in the Concord area for a concourse area to buy like all the merchandise. But yeah, that's awesome. This a sweet like spot.
1: Every time I go to a baseball game with my dad, we always heckle, like, we'll do research oh, on the player.
0: Like yell shame at people as they walk by
1: no it's much worse there was one time we were uh, we were at a rangers game and there was an outfielder and his sister was world or whatever collegiate championship i guess ncaa softball tournament they won Mm. and so we just politely let him know that he was the uh, least favorite child (laughs) <laughs> and that she was more accomplished than he at was. At a Rangers game? At a Rangers game. Oh, that's funny. And, yeah, we got the, the – s- Where are we all sitting at? Oh, we sit in the outfield. Okay. Yeah, we sit in the outfield so that we can have a one-on-one with the outfielders.
0: Yeah, Yeah, dude, the new uh, – the last time I was at the outfield, we sat in the all-you-can-eat seats, and it was amazing. Ooh. Got to see Mike Trout, like, not too far from us, and Shohei was pitching. It was pretty awesome. But um, – Anyway. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So going back to it, uh, let's just do a check in. How was last week? How'd you do? How was uh, your week?
1: It was good. Yeah, it was good. the The weekend was busy. There was a lot of running around. You yeah. were there. Yeah, that was fun. I I went to an FC Dallas game. That oh I, you did? Oh nice. Yeah, it, they tied. I hate ties. Why is that a thing? They didn't have PKs or anything. Nope. Wow. It was just hey, you scored and the other team scored and now you go home. Huh? No Who'd closure. They play? the portland timbers okay cool yeah
0: i haven't been doing FC dallas game in a while
1: it was a lot of fun the they're great folks behind us were a bit too rowdy for was that the what, family was that
0: what trisha was yeah thinking? okay yeah no people get into it. that one corner they're nonstop. oh yeah my they're brother non-stop. was actually there
1: really i have a picture of i zoomed in all the way and took a picture of where he was sitting with the drum and everything no wait, oh, wait. he was sitting a few rows in front of the drum um, oh, cool. But, yeah, he was in that sec- that corner section.
0: I hope soccer gets bigger and bigger as we it was get packed. into it more and more. Yeah. It yeah. seems like it is, especially with the World Cup just finishing last year. I feel like soccer is still on everybody's mind. Yep. That's awesome, though. We haven't been in a minute. Those uh, those are really good games, though.
1: And they're I reasonable. Mean, yeah, they're, they are reasonable. Easable,
0: easy to get to. Like, the parking's not bad. There's mm-hmm. actually really good restaurants all right there. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a really good time out with uh, your family. There's actually a night coming up. They're doing like a
1: dinosaur night. Yeah, April like 12th. Yeah, something, something like, like
0: that. that. I'm going to be at the the mentor retreat, so I won't be able to go to that. Aaron sent it to me. I think it's actually the night Yard doing the uh, connect
1: group. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay.
0: So I won't be there for either one, but Gosh. if you're in Dallas, go to an FC Dallas game. They're There's pretty, dinosaurs. They're pretty cool. Dinosaurs. Yeah, it'll be a drone show. Sometime in April. Look it up. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Well, that's good. What about you? How was uh, your week? Yeah, pretty... Relaxed. Um, I think we've mentioned before Jake and I go to the same church, and we uh, our church had outdoor service at one of the parks, and we did that. And then they had a Easter egg hunt. And so our kids went bananas. Yep. Titus grabbed too many eggs. A lot. Not a lot. <laughs> too many eggs. Luckily, they're all empty. So uh, they just exchanged them for a goodie bag, which is a pro tip don't stuff the eggs. Give your kid a kitty bag. That was Give pretty smart. Give your kid a kitty bag after. Yeah, that is awesome. Yeah, it's like, you know, the reward is that you get toys or something, not just tons of messy fingers. Yeah. Um, which he still had messy fingers afterwards, but it I'm is what almost it is.
1: certain all of all the candy that was in our bags melted. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Probably, I wouldn't doubt it. But yeah, no, it was a pretty solid week. Um, Sweet, work was good, and had a nice easy weekend. Um. What did we do Friday night? Oh, we went. I went to an XFL game. Yeah, that was interesting. Did. The rules are way different. Um, it's also when Taylor Swift was in town. Yikes. So hot ticket to get if you could make it out to the XFL game. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor Swift's playing a couple parking lots over, but oh man, XFL was how still, was parking? Oh, it wasn't bad. Oh, Since okay. we were in the bus, it was easy. Oh, true.
1: Okay, that's good.
0: But yeah, no, that was it. Um, so pretty solid weeks for us then.
1: I met the GM for whatever team is around here. Oh yeah, they're called the Renegades. Yeah, I met I met him at my old old work. He came in to do a couple titles and oh, really? helped him out. He was nice.
0: nice. I mean, it seems like their logo is really cool. I'll give them that. Like it's it's definitely interesting. It was not really packed per se. Probably like forty five percent capacity. I would imagine. I mean, was Taylor at Swift's across the is across the parking lot. I mean. Yeah. That's going to draw. What'd you
1: say? Uh, was it at AT&T or was it at the old no, Rangers? No, so she
0: was at AT&T and it was at the old Ranger Stadium. So I like
1: that they've kept that stadium. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I still I still like that one a lot. That was the first place I ever went for Ranger games. Um the new stadium is awesome too, but the old one just is. the nostalgia of looking at the architecture there is
1: really cool. Oh yeah, it opened up the year I was born, so that's all I all I knew was 90 that stadium. Five, 94. Four, 94. Yeah.
0: 94. Good year.
1: And then I caught Two balls in that stadium. Really? Home run from Josh Hamilton and what? a foul ball from another team.
0: Holy moly. Josh Hamilton, that's massive.
1: That's pretty cool. It was awesome. For my <sighs> 16th birthday.
0: No way. May
1: 13th. That's
0: like that's like what you dream for.
1: That's pretty awesome. <laughs> and we weren't supposed to have those tickets. It was so funny. The people in front of us, their buddy had the season tickets, and he put hmm. them on StubHub Hub because he wasn't going to be there because yeah. he was hanging out with his grandmother or something. Yeah. And then I caught that ball, and then he, got, he called the buddies behind him and was like, that's messed up. The one day I'm gone is the one day that he hits Jeez. it directly to that. Well, you could have seat. sent him a picture of the ball be like, well, we're here in your honor. <laughs> yeah, we'll name it after you. <laughs>
0: right. Josh Hamilton's home run ball for Todd <laughs> via Jake. Well, cool. Yeah, it was fun. So what are we doing? Where are we going?
1: I think we should go with the four balloons. To the, the sky. Mystery.
0: We're yeah. going to the sky. For the four objects, balloons, whatever, quote unquote, yeah, that were recently taken down this year in early, early to mid
1: February, yeah, pretty much like within a two week span, it yeah. was just boom, 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 boom. Interesting, it was nuts. Yeah, it's like the more you look, the more it happens. Well, it's interesting now because they recently came out with a new a uh, a new report today, actually, that the DOD has said, yeah, the Chinese were surveilling they were definitely surveilling right and they there's a bunch of that speaks more to the first one right right yeah this is for the first one um the first one they they admit that now they are pretty certain the only thing they're uncertain is if it was actively broadcasting the information out mm-hmm. or if they were relying it relying on it to make it back to china or somewhere controlled by them right and retrieve the data I'm of the belief, probably, that it was broadca- broadcasting at that
0: right. moment. Way too many. The, I mean, they had all sorts of electronics in there yeah. that are capable easily of snagging information through airwaves. Yeah. Um, it took like a pretty much a direct path over military installations throughout multiple the times, U.S., yeah. not, ne- not necessarily up along the, or riding up along the uh, eastern coast, but from like the you know midwest all the way to southeast yep going all the way where, where did it enter like idaho or something like that and ended up, up off up the coast of south America. carolina yep and, and it so, pretty much
1: it, it it cut through the united states so right. it went over uh, a lot of strategic places like there were, i think the map that i saw was at least eight eight or nine strategic locations that it went over right. and some of them apparently it turned around and went over it twice or three times oh wow, yeah, I didn't it, know like that they could control where it would go and so they would they would just kind of park it if they were really interested in the base right and the other thing that people aren't really talking about is their their strategic value in the bases they saw but there were other bases that they flew over mm-hmm. like several bases that have either been decommissioned or are still in in use it's just they're not technically strategic right, right. some
0: of them might have been like normal like a uh, recruit camp or, or just not recruit camp but just basic right basic like, training
1: like depots or um you know national guard units mm-hmm. you know things like mm-hmm. that but if you if you were trying to get as much information as you possibly can then every base in my opinion would be strategic it would all right. of them have a purpose
0: right and, and how this one was like um It was the biggest of the four. Yeah, this is the biggest of the four. Pretty massive for its size, considering how high it was in the sky.
1: Yep. And one of the things that it makes me think that it was broadcasting is because there was a uh, RC-135, which is one of our reconnaissance aircraft. Mm -hmm. Um, Its squadron was following it, and they monitor broadcast and transmissions and things like that. Yeah. So I think that they were... I think it was actively pinging whatever it was catching and then sending it somewhere. Right. And to where? I mean, obviously we have no idea if we do, we can't even agree if it's broadcasting. I would assume you know the mainland, and then they'll send it to the proxies of North Korea and whoever else wants it. China. China, Iran, Russia wherever whoever's paying for it basically basically and now that they've switched from the dollar to the the yun or yuan or whatever you want to yeah
0: yeah i used to have a i used to have a thousand dollar or thousand yuan note or yuan
1: well that is now the currency that they are trading in so oh, okay i don't know where that note dollar. went <laughs> might be a hundred dollar bill baby boom <laughs> <laughs> you're rich in china <laughs> over there get me some Ooh. Szechuan Szechuan Oh, love <laughs> Szechuan I don't know if that's Chinese it sounds Chinese I don't
0: know Us Westerners It's right? true We always ruin the flavorings anyways I don't so. know
1: General So was made by a guy in San Francisco i said Sal. Oh, yeah, I can see that I don't know, I, don't know. So. I
0: mean, it's TSO I don't know where I got the Sow. Maybe a Southern Being from East Texas It, I
1: mean, it makes sense I Look at that but General it was,
0: Sal, boy
1: It was from America It yeah. wasn't from there It so. makes sense Anyway, yeah, yeah well, back so the, to the blues. Yes. Yeah, so the that one is the <laughs> excuse me is the first one, and it I think it triggers uh, kind of just everybody to just look at the sky. Yeah, look up, right? See
0: what's see what's coming. And that happened like at the beginning of February, the fourth. The fourth. So yeah. When it was shot down, I mean, they they actually saw it in early January drifting, mm-hmm. but before it was brought down, uh, I mean, it had about a month.
1: Yeah, I went over two locations in Alaska and then swung through Canada, and then into the a northern, lot of mileage, just a ton of. Granted, some visible, of that like
0: open area, like there's nothing like, right in some of the northern territories of um of Canada,
1: of Canada. And, right, but what's crazy is that they have China has a pact with Canada that if they own a section of land, it would be considered homeland property so that they could operate oh, what, however they want to right. within this section of land because they own it technically the government owns mm. it in china and so they could just be just real estate free lo-
0: renting free real estate for a while yeah huh.
1: just looking to see what's via, what's um viable for them to come in and and purchase
0: that's actually crazy i didn't know that
1: part that's yeah. nuts like hey this is your maple syrup and this is my maple syrup literally <laughs> and it's they have fences around <laughs> where they own and, and everything it's nuts right wow that's
0: pretty cool um, I didn't even know that, but yeah, so that one was several, it was, was that the octagonal more shaped or is that just mainly like the balloon?
1: The balloon to me, it looked more, I
0: mean, it actually had like satellites yeah, drifting off of it, like not protruding
1: from, yeah, protruding from it, protruding out of it. So. Yeah. It, it was more like a Zeppelin to mm. me. Oh, okay, cool. That it was, yeah. it, it used helium. I assume it used helium. Anyway, it was just, it was huge. Yeah, don't quote us it on like how things bus, propulse through the air.
0: We're we're not a.
1: Yeah, I I don't I don't know thermal dynamics like guys,
0: that. So, we're just curious.
1: Yeah, um, but apparently it could they could change the trajectory of where it was going and, and yeah figure out where it was going to go to mm-hmm. make it drift into the locations they wanted to see more. But uh, it was huge, and what I don't understand is several things. Um, what took them so long? Because yeah, if you knew month. it was coming, a month, and you knew it was coming because you could see it over the the Like if uh, somebody Pacific. stands
0: in my yard and just looks into my house for a month, I'll probably ask them like in the first <laughs> couple minutes, like, what, you, know, what do you when, need? Yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> exactly. And
0: essentially that's what's going on, passing yeah. over North America. We're the Americas, I mean. It's one big, one big
1: group. When they don't have... Drone technology, like we do, at least that is that we publicly suspect, known. Yeah, right. right, exactly. Um, and that so, we're privy to. Right. And <laughs> so their best option is to launch balloons, which is strategically viable. That's a great mm-hmm. option because it's relatively inexpensive. All it takes right. is the material and the camera that you attach to it. And yeah, then, I mean, you
0: can buy satellites for nothing.
1: Yeah, or the, even like drones. I mean, and drones. Cameras, are, yeah, just throw them up in the air. And see, that's the other thing that I was considering – i is, think a bag
0: of balloons is like a dollar for 20.
1: yeah and then boom <laughs> you tie a, a little drone to the bottom of the hey, balloons we're going and, to the bahamas and you have exactly well what i was curious is amazon's already talked about doing drone delivery zeppelins right yeah i've so seen that who's to say that that wasn't a that a wasn't what was going on something yeah just have it be a a carrier essentially in in the upper atmosphere or the lower atmosphere but yeah um have it be a carrier of drones that is masquerading as a spy satellite. Yeah, when all you got to do is just drop, you know, whatever payload you have, and you know, MSI drones are about the size of this table, if that, and the thing was massive, so you could essentially attach, you know, fifty or sixty drones to this one thing, and then just send them right and send them wherever kind of like they want to Right, exactly. And they've they're already studying AI technologies to have with drones uh, in terms of the hive mind. They're already talking about miniaturizing certain explosives that they could fit onto these drones. Like it's, all it takes is one. There is a guy
0: guy. Um, in the park going towards Sonic. Ooh. So that park right there. Yeah. And none of you guys will know, but anyways, there is a dude flying a drone there, and if you guys have ever seen, you've probably seen a normal drone just kind of float and hover around, go around like a room. But when you actually see like a race drone or a drone that has actual like detection of where it's at and can you know you can fly it out for almost a mile and bring it back with like pinpoint accuracy it's nuts it's it's wild to see and you can just hearing the thrust off of those things like flying around it's like imagine the size of this thing i was looking here at an uh, article in the guardian Uh, they said it was uh, the first balloon was you know 60,000 feet in the air it had a gondola the size of three buses that weighed more than a ton
1: and just think all it takes is just half of those to be filled with drones and you can scatter whatever yeah wherever you know that and that was i think one of the one argument um the one points that the government made that made sense to me of why they didn't shoot it down is because there was a threat that there could be a contagion on board right that if it crashed we didn't know what it was it would have been which would be super unfortunate right and that's why they waited to go where it was over Safe water, of, yeah, yeah, not in like a populated area. Exactly. My thing is, if that were the case, then you shoot it down over the Pacific, and then you take whatever yeah. crashes. I've also heard that it, the coastline of the Carolinas was shallow is shallow more shallow I should say more shallow than in the Pacific, so it was easier to do the rescue. Yeah, of of it all
0: because this was the only one that was actually recovered. Yeah, the other three. If, Granted, it was the largest, but still, like it's we don't even
1: know who who or what heard,
0: was in the other three objects. That, exactly,
1: I've heard all, anything from weather balloons to some high school. Yeah, or like just
0: enthusiasts, like um, you know, getting together as a group and launching some of these. It's like,
1: well, and part of me is like, okay, maybe you're trying to piggyback off the success of this one balloon. Everybody's looking up, and so you can point up and be like, "Oh, I've released that one." Yeah, I mean,
0: something that size, even though they are relatively inexpensive, but for an average group, right, it's probably not feasible to build such an object to put in the air, especially with this one had solar panels. Yeah, that and radar. That one was definitely (laughs) a state agent, (laughs) right? That was definitely a country who was doing it. So when people say like, "Oh, you know, it's just a group," it's like, maybe not this one.
1: Yeah, maybe the others.
0: They're smaller for sure, but this one's like definitely had a purpose.
1: When I think the other three were interesting, and because they kind of opened up the discussion to. The ufo aspect of it all because mm-hmm. technically that's what it is it's unidentified flying object not that it's alien not that it's yeah man-made. they can it's say balloon right yeah, yeah exactly. they can
0: say balloon they can say you know like yeah it was you know square in shape or a octag- octagonal octagonal whatever yep whatever it is it's like but they're still saying it still is unidentified like we have to figure out what it is
1: yep and now that they've already said you know they to so take it with a grain of salt Right, take it with a grain of salt, and we have no wreckage, so we can't even prove that they were in the air right. to begin with.
0: And, yeah, we didn't recover all of the wreckage of this one. The one that – was yeah. for this particular one, the first one that was shot down that they were able to recover, they weren't re- able to recover all of it, but what they, what they were able to recover was already sent off. Like it's being investigated. The FBI, you know, all those people who are important to look into things other than two dads <laughs> 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 um, are, of course, you know, getting their fingers inside of that thing, trying to figure out –
1: where it came from the origin but to be to be honest i i fully expect they already know where it came from
0: they probably, they probably knew in the first like few days yeah honestly because of course us they out have, here won't know for months or right. years
1: yeah it's tw- uh 25 years <laughs> yeah. until yeah <laughs> information gets, yep but
0: oh that would not be fun
1: no but yeah i i fully expect because there's Similar signatures each device would make, and I'm sure they could just match up the wavelengths and right. be like, "Oh, this is this prov- province." Yeah, you know, and we're familiar with how they they build their equipment, so we expect it to be X, Y, and Z. Now the other three, I don't know. And right. another reason why I was kind of curious is because I'm kind of under the camp that they the reason why they sent the F22 out was because it was untested. Yeah. For which one? For the for the first one. Oh, oh, sorry. Okay. Well, I mean, I guess they actually sent them up for all of them.
0: I thought the F16 was sent for one. Was it?
1: Okay. I know Don't that call they were me. Well, I know the uh, F22 were sent at least twice. Once from uh, the Portland and it shot down the one over Canada and then once in the North Carolina area. Yeah. Um the the reason why I think they sent them is because they were untested. Technically, that Chinese balloon is the first confirmed air to air kill of an F twenty two. They haven't had any other shoot okay. down in real world circumstances.
0: So it's like you want to test us, right? Cool. We actually have something we'll to test. U- yeah,
1: we'll use this as a <laughs> because the F fifteen, its ceiling is well within how high. Um, now, or the F- that what is, is
0: the F sixteen is more like what was in Top Gun. No. So the
1: F-18 is in Top Gun. Okay. So the F-18 is the Navy's fighter. Okay. The F-16 is a multi-role fighter for the Air Force. The F-15 is predominantly... Size-wise,
0: are they all about the same size?
1: I would say, well, the F-15 was its nickname, thank you Gary Goff, is the Flying Tennis Court. (laughs) And as a joke, I mentioned Gary Goff, he, he landed in one of the... I believe it was RAF uh, R- Royal Air Force bases and they literally attached a tennis court uh, the the net from wing to wing and played tennis. Oh, and what? Yeah, it's huge. Uh the F16 is a l- bit small. I mean it's still a, a plane, but it is a bit smaller and more nimble. Mm-hmm. Um and the F18 is the in between, I would say. Okay. So the F15 or F16 is the smallest, F18 and then the F15. Okay. Um, and then the f-22 i think is somewhere between the f-18 and the f-15 okay i would say Jeez. um yeah it's and then the, either way that's cool the, well the f-15 is it's predominantly air to air like it has an insane uh kill ratio it hasn't lost a single one and right on to air to air combat anyway yeah um and so why wouldn't you send that up Mm-hmm. Unless you were wanting to test the capability of the F twenty two, that if,
0: which granted the, this object was not like buzzing around super fast. No, but, but the,
1: the problem with it was that it was up sixty thousand feet. Right, they didn't know if the super super high, and they didn't know if the F twenty two could actually fly up that high and take like something out at a the little same less time. than three
0: Mount Everest high. Isn't that nuts? Yeah,
1: big boy. Right, big but boy. Like the F fifteen, they would take out satellites. Dang. There was a really rock, yeah. There's a rocket they attach, and it could it could when they climb, they'll launch the rocket, and the rocket will sync with the satellite and take it out. But the F-22, they haven't confirmed if it could carry that. But I think with this test, well, with this shoot down, now the DoD is probably thinking, oh hey, let's let's try this out because I'm really curious if an F-22 can do what the F-15 can because right. they're supposed to replace the F-22 was supposed to replace the F-15 as air superiority but now there's an f-15x which is just a souped up f-15 and i have a feeling the f-15 is probably going to stick around for a lot longer because the f-22s are just so expensive to make yeah Jeez. we only have we were supposed to get a lot and we did not get very many hmm. yeah
0: crazy well now we know a little bit more about planes Boom.
1: about the jets
0: well cool i
1: like um, planes
0: So yeah, the first one was shot down over the coast, or off the coast of South Carolina. The second one was shot down in Dead Horse, Alaska, which is a cool name. Dead
1: Horse. Wonder if they talked to anybody in Colorado about that. I don't know. We did the go check out. Go check out
0: the third episode callback. Bam! Shameless plug. (laughs) Anyways, uh, but yeah. So the second, uh, the second occurrence of an object flying around was in Dead Horse, or was shot down in Dead Horse, Alaska. This one was smaller, but still very high, about forty thousand feet. Um, let's see. They said it was this, about the size of a Volkswagen
1: Beetle. And If I remember right, the reason why they shot this one down while it was in Alaska is because it was forty thousand feet. That yeah. it actually posed a risk to airliners and right, which were traffic. true of the
0: other the the remaining yeah. couple that we'll get to. Yep. But yeah, because I'm not sure how. Do you know the height? Of what civilian airplanes go? Like for like commercial use, like, you know, flying across. Country. For the
1: most part it's, you know, anywhere from thirty to forty thousand feet. Okay. But they can go up to Right. That so, which is why and you never know, especially with these types of balloons, if there's a leak on board, then it will go through anywhere from forty five thousand all the way to the ground and you don't wanna risk it going vast amounts of distance while it sinks because you don't know who's gonna be paying attention. Mm. to something they really can't track on radar right
0: yeah because it moves that's another thing it's move they're moving so slow it makes it very hard for radar to actually pick them up it's not yeah. that we can't pick them up is it that we actually need pinpoints like we need to like have it ding back off of our
1: when well, there's no propulsion so there's nothing right. thermal can't pick up or like heat So you're secret. just
0: waiting almost to just see it blip yeah on the on the radar screen
1: and then you run into the whole: is it an f-22 yeah i don't know See that's my thing is, they have yet to come with conclusive evidence that something was actually there. So what if there wasn't anything there, and this was all just a, a ruse to see how quick our response time would be, if something were like were to come back again. Yeah. Just to see how quickly we could actually get into the. They're ion. all kind
0: of you know stemming from that area, like coming across. Yep. From China, floating up very far north, drifting back right down.
1: down. So what if, what if we're actually just training and that is where we're thinking these balloons are going to come and right. so we just see how quickly we can get up there and be like, oh, it's just a training exercise or it's just a balloon that we shot down. <laughs> okay. Right. Where's the wreckage? Uh, Didn't find it. Nope. It, well, how, it blew how, up. Why'd you shoot at it if you weren't going to get it? Yeah. And that's the other thing too is no one really talked to, well, I remember when it happened, people were talking about the rocket cost. But I mean, each rocket cost is like hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah, so we're we're not just like blowing up to blow up. Right. Exactly. It's not like you can shoot this thing and then and that because I remember people were saying that why don't you shoot it? Well, they tried that and um, shoot it with like the like lesser... with the cannon, and the gun on board. Oh, okay, yeah. And <laughs> yeah, what, good luck. When what was especially with the size of the first one is when the rounds would go through, it would essentially just passed through and it didn't have enough uh, kinetic energy to actually pop the balloon.
0: Like covered enough diameter.
1: Right, and so uh, there wasn't enough inertia to I mean, it was the size of three anything. buses. Yeah, and so it was essentially just going to float there until it deflated right? and then you had to worry about... Going to need a lot of bullets. Right, so that's why they went with the rocket. We haven't really talked about the whole uh, UFO portion of the the three, because the, the, I, I think the first one is Pretty conclusive. There were enough cameras on that thing. We've
0: got enough eyes on it and stuff now that we know it's like... Well, the main reason, too, is that we recovered it. We were able to kind of rule out any, you know, thing that might not have been from this planet. Right. So, but the other three...
1: Yeah, the other three are a mystery. We, We don't know really what they were. We saw them. We shot
0: them. We didn't find them. Yep. Which I guess... There's no way to really detect unless you literally have eyes on it the entire time to watch where it's the trajectory of where it's going down to. Because if it's shot over in that part of Alaska, I didn't look up, but it's probably you can't access it. You know, there's not like vehicles on standby ready to go um, recover the material that might have might have landed.
1: What was the place called again?
0: Dead Horse, Alaska. Dead Horse. Which, pulling it up in the article, um, I mean there's not a a whole lot of alaska that actually has population on it but this this part of Ala- it's like super far north alaska like yeah you know near the points um so i don't i don't imagine we have many people there i mean it's named
1: that would almost qualify for the north pole <laughs> uh, you just shot santa
0: ooh santa well <laughs> yeah
1: i don't think anybody's i mean there's an airport which is nuts to me. Yeah. That's crazy that they actually, there's a hotel. All right. So apparently people actually do live in dead horse. Yeah. That's nuts. okay.
0: Let's say, yeah, it's an operation to recover. The second object are underway were underway, um, near dead horse, Alaska, but the effort is, uh, was kind of ceased because it was so cold. Um, in the daylight, you know, they're limited in daylight there at that time of year. Um, which I've actually been to Alaska before, and I went in July, and the moon never showed up. It was <laughs> the worst. Like we went to a fireworks show at midnight, and it was still like walking outside at 7 o'clock here. Like it's dark-ish, but still very much light. That's crazy. So
1: super weird. Um, yeah, it says unincorporated territory. And really, from what I can see, it's an airport. That's the town. Okay. And they deal with a lot of um equipment for aircraft and things like that. So I'm I'm wondering if this is like a a piggyback to go somewhere else.
0: Potentially. I, I mean, we can't they couldn't they couldn't recover it.
1: No. No, I mean I'm I mean like the town like you would go to Dead Horse and oh, like to like do scientific a- research at North Pole or something I like that. I got you.
0: I got you. So it's just a, it's just like a gas station.
1: Literally, there was one gas station. Like I could you're find. stopping
0: just before you get to your next destination, <clears throat>
1: right? Just to fuel up and things like that. Um, although the airport does have a 3.5 rating, which is nice.
0: Ooh, Google review. Yeah, if we ever go there, we'll do a Google review. We'll find it. We'll ask them, "Where's the object?"
1: <laughs> It'll be like the
0: Colorado Airport. But anyways, let's take a show break to introduce. Let's do it potentially a new segment of dad jokes because we're two dads what better thing to do than tell dad jokes all right jake all right let's go all right try to hold your composure here okay okay all right please answer the best of your ability oh gosh what has five toes and isn't your foot your foot my foot that's right (laughs) Okay. Uh, yeah, pretty bad. That's what a good dad joke is bad. Okay. I have one. Okay, go ahead.
1: Where did Luke get his hand?
0: Uh, You're talking about Star Wars? Yeah. Where did Luke get his hand? I don't know.
1: A secondhand store. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I like that. Well, you know, I ran out of toilet paper and began began uni- using newspaper. The times are rough. Yikes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have one. My wife asked me to stop singing Wonderwall. I said maybe. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love that song. <laughs> <laughs> nice. What do you call a man with a rubber toe?
1: One. Roberto. I hate my job. All I do is crush crush cans all day. It's so depressing. Mm, Nice. Mental health.
0: It's a real thing. It is. What do you call a French man wearing sandals? Felipe Flop. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. What's blue and not very heavy? Light blue.
1: <laughs> that was pretty good.
0: Yeah. You got any more?
1: Or no. This good? morning, Siri said, don't call me Shirley. I accidentally left my phone on airplane mode. What? <laughs> oh, man. You haven't seen airplane? No. Oh Gosh, sorry. Gosh. That one flew over my head. Oh, this one. No pun intended. I did hear this. How do you find Will Smith and Snowstorm? Oh. I don't know. You look for the fresh prints.
0: Oh, that's good. It is. I like that one. Yeah, that one's good. Yeah. What did Batman say to Robin before they got in the car? Guys,
1: get in the car. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, ha- I have one. If George Washington were alive today, what would he do? Sell trees. Scream and claw at the top of his coffin.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> I can nice. never, never get through that
1: one. <laughs> nice. I like it. I blame my sister for that one. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And
0: we're back (laughs) with the third object that was shot down. Tell us about it. Uh Uh-oh. What do you know? Tell us. Hurry. Just kidding. Take your time.
1: I mean, honestly. It's
0: all kind of hard to say because the second, third, and fourth one.
1: It's all conjecture.
0: Yeah. So. Since nothing was able to be recovered, that we've said a million times already, like we're, there's no good way to say like what we're going to mention about it, other than that we don't know what it was. They could see it, I guess, from afar, and obviously they were able to see very close compared to what we're what they're going to release to us. Right. Well, so.
1: people who did see it, who did at least say they saw it, would say that it was like tic tac, and you know that yeah. that kind of shape. And that leads into the whole... Which um, this one went down in uh, over the Yukon in Canada. This is the Canadian one? Yeah, yeah. So the F-22s were sent from Portland with that one. Okay, cool. Um, the, the people who do see them say that they're Tic Tac shaped. Well, some of them were, anyway. Yeah. And it reminded me of the whole UFO declassification that happened back early in this administration's I want to say it was this ministry. It may have been. It may have been Trumps Or oh, they released all the all the documents. All the Navy. Yeah, all the How many, Navy. It was like over like theater. sixty or
0: something. No, it was, it was more hundreds. than that. Yeah, it was in the hundreds.
1: They basically just said, "You know what? Here, Here you here's go. everything." Um, that's the
0: best thing to do too. Is when you overwhelm someone with a wealth, it. like with so much information that they, you know, they know you can't come
1: through it all. Yep. It will take you years. Yep, that's what they do. If you notice, like with the JFK stuff, when they finally declassified it, they did it in these massive volumes because they knew that nobody like, even, nobody would do that. Sure, good luck. Yeah. That's what they're betting on is that nobody actually takes the time to look Probably
0: at it. Probably 80% of it is just fluff anyways because they're going to describe every piece of, you know, what was going on in the surrounding area involving the event. Yep. So.
1: What's the day? What What was the weather like before uh, the day before? What was the weather like the day after? What was yeah. the, you know, it's, and it is so tedious It's basically like reading um, R.R. Tolkien. No. Yeah. Or is it J.R.R. Tolkien? The guy who wrote Lord of the Rings. Oh. Uh, I think think it's J.R.R. Because. I want
0: to say it's Tolkien. But anyway. It's a very
1: dry. Well, not dry. But it's very descriptive. So, like, he describes everything in detail. And that's what this report was. Is that it described everything in detail. And there was so much of it that. No one's gonna read through that, right? Um, people did pay attention to the videos that were released, and people did pay attention to the testimony that was given, whether it be yeah, J.R.R. To, Tolkien. That's what I thought. Anyways, because I always get J.R. Tolkien and, and George R. 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 Martin. Martin mixed up. Um, but anyway, uh, the like the testimony given to to Congress and to th- their whichever pilot saw it to their commanding officers. Mm-hmm and almost all of them are saying it's things that we couldn't see or we could see them but we couldn't keep up with them we couldn't maneuver with them right they were just there and then they would pull a 12 degree or 12g turn and they'd go the opposite direction at a, a rate of speed that would just liquefy person right and yeah that's just nuts to me and then you come you know to this instance And you have people describing, um, yeah. The
0: one, this one was uh, like tic tac. Yeah, cylindrical in shape, and and, smaller than the first one.
1: And so you have people describing a fuselage that's similar to what was shown in these videos and described in these testimonies. Mm -hmm. But the one big difference to me is the speed, that it wasn't going as fast as some of these others, at least that they've declassified or that they've told the public. And that it wasn't going in kind of an erratic type movement. Um, I will say it was kind of interesting. I was following some of these balloons on flight radar at the time. And it was strange. They would show up on one location. And then like 10 minutes later, they'd show up in a completely different location and then 20 minutes later after that, it would show up in the original location. Like, it was just all over the place. Right, so it's throwing off. It was throwing whatever's off. Whatever's monitoring it. Exactly, and it made it almost look like there were more than just that one. Right. And that it was, a well, it was almost like a swarm of whatever these things were. And something
0: to also speak to that, it's like people say, that, that seems how, that seems like what always happens when we try to monitor something, we can't actually monitor it. They, you know, they interfere with our... Um, or devices it's like yeah. it is extremely hard to manipulate radar like it's not just something you can pull out your phone and be like you know dial this and you're going to throw off your location it's not right. like that
1: no it took skunk works decades to develop the f-117 Yeah. and i mean and that was the first radar quote-unquote absorbing aircraft mm-hmm. and um and yeah they i mean it took forever to do that the problem is, is that if we are dealing with somebody who is capable of doing that, at least, then they're several leaps and decades. ahead of us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there was an interesting interview that I saw.
0: That's why I speak to that part. It's like it's pretty severe,
1: right? Like, it's oh, not yeah. something to like just brush under the rug. Yeah, that's, that's something a,
0: you definitely keep in, yeah, you know, keep in the back of your mind. It's like, huh?
1: I mean, that's a dissertation for somebody. <laughs> is just that one topic right. alone. And there was a gentleman who worked at DARPA. Uh, who gave an interview? DARPA. In the, DARPA. Yeah, it's the Department of. Oh man, it's basically <laughs> what a name. It's basically um, DARPA, the military's. DARPA, 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 DARPA. The military's NASA.
0: Okay, don't mean to make fun of it, but that that's a great name, DARPA.
1: It is Defense Advanced Research Projects and Initiative. I think. Hold on, It didn't give the full acronym.
0: About to say, I have a new. I have a new favorite government.
1: No defense advanced research projects agencies. So these guys, DARPA. yeah, DARPA. So these guys were the ones who were, um, it was like skunk. When you hear the term skunk works, mm-hmm. a lot of those guys worked with DARPA. And so the SR seventy one Blackbird, the uh, world's fastest plane, it could fly from L A. to New York in under thirty minutes. What? Oh yeah, it it was so fast oh, that I'm ride on that. Oh yeah, and That's they had so to wear sweet. spacesuits because they would basically skim <laughs> the. Upper air, uh, space. Or was upper the mo- upper it was
0: like Top Gun. Remember, he was going so fast. In so that? the Dark Star, yeah, yeah. So okay.
1: the Dark Star is, <laughs> so in the the movie in Northrop Grumman, the guys who developed this, uh, the Dark Star, they basically said it was a model for the the movie. That Dark Star is not an actual project. It was just something for Top Gun to mm. to use. And now they're saying, however, however, there's actually a uh, a leaked memo. And it's the schematics of basically Dogstar, except it just says Blackbird 2. <laughs> and it, I mean, it's Dot it, I would Cruise. not be surprised if it actually was a, a legitimate concept that they were investigating, because there is apparently an SR-72 in the works. They haven't disclosed any of it yet, because it's highly classified. I wonder
0: whenever civilians but, will have access to something like that, never. to travel. No, to travel from like uh, like long distances. Oh, we tried like- it.
1: It was the Concorde. It was the first supersonic um, supersonic airliner, and it crashed a lot. <laughs> yeah, it All was. Right. Not, it was not very safe. I'll um, get my refund. Yeah, uh, okay. it was used a lot in in Europe, uh, France, you know, places like that. Um, but yeah, anyway, so the SR seventy one, it could, it was so fast that if a rocket was shot at it, the pilots were just told to climb, so go higher and speed up, and you could outrun the rocket. Jeez, and, that's impressive. And that was in the 50s. So that was, what, fifth, 10 years? Oh, sorry. Oh, I was just going to say that was like 10 years after the Second World War. Because the Second World War is the very first 41. jet. Huh? Right,
0: It started in
1: 41? Yeah, it, well, it started in 39 for Europe, and then for us it was 41 after Pearl Harbor. But, okay, okay. Um, the German Air Force was the first Air Force to have a jet fighter, uh, the Messerschmitt 262.
0: Right. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm saying right, like I know all this. Just so you guys up. know, Jake worked or still, do you still volunteer there? Yeah. Yeah. At the Aviation Museum. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say right a lot. I have no idea. I will look them up later.
1: But the point is to sound confident. Yeah. You can say whatever right. you want. Yep. Just, I know exactly what you're
0: talking about. Yeah. Flight simulator.
1: Boom. I have it. <laughs> but Of course. <laughs> but uh, no, the Messerschmitt uh, 262 is the first jet fighter. 10 years after World War II you have, at least 10 years, you have something that's faster than, oh, practically a faster than a speeding bullet. Not really, but you get my work right. going. Um, <clears throat> but what's crazy is this guy in, in the 80s who worked for DARPA gave an interview and said, whatever you see on film or in the news, think 10, 15 years advance, and that's where we're actually at classified. That's what people on the ground are using at that moment. And Whoa. what's weird is that the F-117... I that's still true today, you think? Well, what's okay, interesting, so he's, he gave another interview. Uh, but at the time, in the 80s, he was... I think he was probably, uh, at least in the top of his head, thinking of the F-117, <sighs> which was again, the first stealth fighter. Mm-hmm. The public had no idea it existed. In fact, there were so many... Curious people around Area 51 where the F-117 was being, uh, was training and things like that. Right. That they were saying that that was a UFO without realizing that it was actually just another next-gen fighter for the Air Force. And these people thought they were looking at aliens when really they were just looking at man-made United States Air Force property flying around. And the only reason why we acknowledged that it existed is because one was shot down in Kosovo. Oh, cool! And they at that point you had to acknowledge that it existed so because you have a wreckage on us. live TV. Yeah, you got us. One it was it's so weird how they got them too because they basically shot up just a ton of rockets in this one area because they would do this one bomb run the exact same way every single time because you had stealth aircraft they didn't think that you needed to change anything up. Well, they didn't realize that there were anomalies that were showing up on the radar signature. That these guys were like, hey, it looks like a flock of birds. Worst case scenario, we hit a flock of birds. But we're just going to send out a bunch of rockets. And they ended up hitting one of these F-117s. what a shot. Yeah, exactly. Um, But anyway, so that was in the 80s. Well, the guy gave another interview in the early 2000s. And he said, oh, we've hit a breakthrough from when I last gave this interview. We're now 20 to 30 years advance. And that was early 2000s. So... That was probably, again, talking about the F-35, which has a visor. So the helmet that the pilot wears, yeah, you could see through the plane. So huh? essentially, you have a 360-degree view of your surroundings without the obstruction of the aircraft.
0: Like x-ray vision?
1: Exactly. You could see there's cameras and sensors on the belly of the aircraft that will actually allow you to see past the aircraft and into the target area. Whew. And if you have that, I would... It would be safe to assume you could zoom in with that, that optic, and so you could uh, conceivably have eagle eye vision, where if you have Ooh, a target you want to look at, you can zoom in with the cameras. Yeah. But really, you're just you're zooming in with your your th- thought or however they they That's insane. It. It's nuts. That's insane. And then you have the B two, which is crazy. That was developed in the in the late '90s, similar to the F twenty two. Yeah um essentially what it would do is its radar signature is extremely tiny and they can carry just massive amounts of payload on it Hmm. and when they want to go over a target they just turn off the engines because it's a flying wing it'll just glide and so you glide over a target area there's no sound because there's no engines on there's no thermal because your engines are turned off and it cools really quickly because of the material and your stealth because of the material that the plane is made out of so there's nothing on radar And so you're literally just having a fun day and then you have a bomb landing in your lap. Jeez. And so that's, I think the biggest thing that I think people, at least it may not pertain to these three, but there are certainly some things that these Navy pilot guys or Navy pilots are looking at, or, you know, just us looking up at the sky seeing that are definitely not, I wouldn't say alien, i would i would probably venture to say that they're more our tech that we have just not without, seen before we've never seen before which would make sense um now i'm not uh, i'm also not you know discounting saying, discounting the whole it, it could not be us i mean this could just be we just shot et out of the sky and he was a delegate for the international or you know you know galactic highway and he wanted to put us on, on the map. Who knows? But, yeah, there's a lot of... And that's the thing with these... I and mean, there's
0: a lot... Of, I mean, there's tons of stuff about alien crafts. Like yeah. About how... I
1: mean, I mean, he goes back to the 50s and, yeah.
0: and even if, er, earlier. If you guys really want to learn some interesting stuff, look at look up Bob Lazar. Yeah. That, he. If that will speak to a lot of what we're talking about right here because yep. that dude has worked on... Aircraft that cannot be explained. Why it maneuvered the way it maneuvered. Why you couldn't tell which way it would go. Yep. The way it would go.
1: When he was a big part of the whole declassification of what happened in the either Trump or early Biden administration, he was one of the big proponents to to releasing that information yeah, out.
0: Because I mean, it's just uh, look it up. He did a plot, yeah. He did an episode with Joe Rogan. There is a special on of him on Netflix. Um, he had a whole show on. If, even if you Channel, think it's I kind think? of, I don't know about that, but I have, my, I have to look it up. If even if you you think that's boring, just watch like thirty minutes of it. Give it thirty minutes, and it will really open your mind to some of like what we're talking about right here. Because these crafts, that it's, it's not a joke. Like it's it's legit. And there's actual evidence and research behind it. Like it's not just something that's pulled out of a movie. Or that someone has, you know, gone online and made up a bunch of articles about, you know, someone just being crazy.
1: When that there's a guy in two named uh, Dr. Stephen Greer, and his pedigree, I'm not entirely certain on, but it's very similar experience to Steve or Bob Lazar, and his whole thing. I know we've mentioned predictive programming in the past, um, but his whole whole thing is that. This very well could be man-made, but because there've been so many movies, so many TV shows, so many books, like Independence Day, um, mm-hmm. you know, ET to an extent, things like that 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 paint anyone any extraterrestrial type aircraft as as immediately the bad guy. Yeah. Then you have you know this one. If you want to to start any major conflict, all you have to do is just, especially unifying major conflict, all you have to do is get. A organization together of a bunch of people who have technology that's again 20 to 30 years advanced park it in you know the middle of the lawn of dc with no markings at all have it completely seamless and then just have it hit something uh, the national monument anything right and you instantly have an entire country that wants to fight whatever just did whatever this, it just ha- yeah without it without even knowing if it's us if it's them out of space if it's You know, another country. country. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. It's instant, and that's almost what happened with these three balloons. You had these three balloons, and almost instantly, people were like, "Shoot them down!" You know, we need to get rid of them. We we have no idea what they were. We don't know if it was just a an innocent, you know, happy birthday Timmy balloon that was just clumped together and it got super high. We don't know if it was an alien spacecraft coming to say hi or, or doing, you know, coming to say, coming to do something bad. Right. Um, and yeah, the fourth just,
0: object too is a little bit similar, yeah, but yeah. also interesting uh, looking here at this uh, Guardian article. Um, it was octagonal structure with strings hanging from it, but it didn't have a, it didn't, they said it didn't have evidence of having a payload, which I don't know what that would describe. If it's an object moving across it ha- happened, it should have something. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't see why you would just throw something up in the air with nothing in it. And even if it's not to collect any sort of data, it has to have some type of payload, I would imagine. Um, but that one was flying about 20,000 feet in the air. So it was brought down. That was shot uh, over Lake Huron in uh, Michigan.
1: That's right. I remember that when that one was... because yeah, that, that, one one, that was
0: the one that was shot down by the F-16.
1: And that one was actually... They were supposed to shoot it down the day before, mm-hmm. but they didn't, and decided to do it over like Huron because I think of the water as well.
0: Right? Yeah, they they, just, they knew it didn't have a they deemed it not to be a military threat, but just out of precaution for a civil area or you know populated areas. Yeah, Huron. I mean, it's a massive lake, anyways. Right. Best part to put it, down. and that's weird. how did we not get that one? Yeah, we got something off a coast in a sea, and we couldn't get it out of a out of the uh, the out lake. Of lake. Yeah. Granted, Granted lake, it's a big lake. It's massive. It's it's basically a sea in
1: its own. Yeah. Uh, and I mean in its like own people, right. there's shipwrecks in this in Lake Huron, but Yeah. Yeah. No, I I I don't get it. I and what kind of interests me is um why are they all different shapes? Like if it is just a, a state agency who's doing this what's the purpose of releasing different shaped objects unless you're trying to figure out what object or what shape got past our radar the furthest before being recognized. Um, If it's not a single organization that's doing it and it just is random people, I just, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of interesting that they're all different shapes and with, you know, each of them have different kind of tails to them like this one had strings hanging off of them the first one had obvious equipment hanging off of them and no Um, obvious signs of propulsions right and it's just interesting that they're all just kind of separate and unique in their own way right um and there's there's articles too to kind of like
0: debunk or shed light on how it was just you know a part of weather groups or weather balloons in general—that yep. um, they weren't spying at all. Like these were just clearly just observational devices in
1: the air, which is entirely possible too.
0: Yeah, we can't rule that out. Obviously, but that's not fun. <laughs> exactly. We made this podcast so we could think, and we're thinking that it was
1: not from this world. It just was like, not from Jefferson High School, right? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Whoever it was from, <laughs> whatever <laughs> right. group came out. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's just and something to think about. And my biggest thing. Especially with the last three, uh, well, I say the last three, but the second one was was brought down in Alaska pretty quick. But the one over Canada and the one over Lake Huron, I remember tracking that, especially the last one, the fourth one, for quite a bit of time. And that entire time, I mean, twenty thousand feet's no joke. You could, I mean, there's even private flyers who fly at that right that height. That's what they're saying. Yeah, and I'm like, if if even if it's not a military. Um, Issue, just bring it down anyway. You're you're at that point. You're risking unnecessary. You're putting unnecessary risk on civilian pilots to because uh, a maneuver lot of these people, yeah, a lot of different people areas. don't know how to maneuver out of you know take invasive action type thing. I mean, you're trained on it, or at but, least
0: like reroute. It's like, well, you know, I don't normally travel this way, but okay, right? And you know, it's just it's all interesting. And then Cause you can't just take a plane up and just. Not go in the direction you're supposed to yeah i mean you got to coordinate with lots of different you know facilities locations cities
1: states whatever that might be and then you have you know you have all this civilian side to everything you you have airports you have municipal buildings you can't fly over Mm -hmm. um you have like if if you're going over you know in dc or new york area you have a certain height restriction and then on top of everything, you have the military who can just come in and there's countless report or countless uh, instances where the military have have crashed planes because they just fly and they don't they're going so either so quick or they just negligence that they force planes down yeah un, you know, unintentionally and they crash while the F sixteen is just doing its flying right um, so I mean you have a bunch of you have a lot of variables that are going on. I don't think you want a balloon to be just one more variable unless there's some reason why you have it up. Mm-hmm. Unless right. you're getting something valuable from it. Which is the... the um, cause it, And that's the other thing, too, is with each of these um, balloons, they were all being tracked by RC-135s because I would watch them. They were tracked by the military just to make sure payloads weren't on them or or, you know whatever but they were all being tracked yeah so they were getting something valuable from each one each tracking
0: yeah whatever level they were at exactly
1: it's for a reason yep
0: so another question or a question people might ask is why are we all of a sudden seeing it now and i think the best way to answer that is that we haven't looked as closely as we have recently right there's numbers and numbers of cases where Pilots have seen this before that has not necessarily been shared with the public because they were able to describe and figure out what it was prior. But the reason we're seeing it more now is that we're being more intentional with how we're looking at things. So especially with tensions throughout the world pertaining to potential threats from other nations and countries, um, we tend to be more vigilant in how we observe our airspaces. So if you're wondering why are we all of a sudden seeing it? It's not that it's new. Is that exactly. there's you know heightened precaution to what's
1: going on in the world. Exactly. No, I I completely agree. It's it's not that it's new, it's that we've just finally looked up.
0: Right. And that's what you need to do. Stay curious. You know, research what you, you know, find interesting or you want some more background to because this was something we needed to look into ourselves and it is eye-opening in some ways you yeah. know you can't just brush off everything he's like oh you know you know the u.s will take care of it or you know the military will take care of it it's like well
1: not necessarily it's
0: getting close um there's you got to now that we're dads we have to think logically about
1: our surrounding areas so well and just think about this i remember when i was going on a cruise the first time i went on a cruise i think it was 2015 um jokingly i brought uh the hump for red October on the cruise ship and I read that oh and you know I would have dreams of like waking up and missiles were going over the cruise ship launched from like submarines because I was reading this book yeah and then I got home and realized that there was a Russian submarine that was in the Gulf of Mexico that (laughs) the Navy found out about it because it surfaced as it was leaving the Gulf of Mexico when it returned to port the the Russian Navy was like oh by the way it had been there for two weeks so for two weeks, we publicly had no idea, had new, uh, no idea that there was a Russian right. nuclear submarine that was in the Gulf of Mexico. Go figure. Open your eyes, people. And yeah, I mean, I granted that the ocean's the ocean. I mean, it's it's vast. But if you think about it, you look up, you only see a sliver of the pie. Mm-hmm. You don't see the whole thing. Right. That's where radar comes in. But if you're using a balloon that is relatively small then that kind of negates your radar. Right. And you're just hoping somebody looks up and sees a white speck going across the sky. Like, exactly. Like, what happened here? Right. But, yeah. yeah. But, so
0: wrapping it up, we hope you guys have enjoyed listening to some of our thoughts on the objects that were shot down recently this year, um, in February, uh, throughout
1: North America. Yeah. Well, and that was the other thing, too. Thank you for saying that. It wasn't just us, right? It happened all over the Western Hemisphere, oh. and that's what like it happened in South America. It happened over Mexico, um, the Caribbean's, or Caribbean, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, but like same, that, same, yeah, same, same. Um, and there was actually some over Taiwan and you know places like that. That's why it, it made people more um, susceptible to the thought of of it being an alien swarm or you know, UFOs yeah versus a single agency doing this because I mean there were balloons everywhere. Right. But again I think it was what you were saying is people were finally looking up and they saw whatever was in the sky at mm-hmm. that time. Mm-hmm. And they could be looking at something completely disconnected from everything else. Right. But because they saw that they were like, no, you are UFO. Right. E T phone home. <laughs> but yeah. Sorry but that. <laughs> that's <laughs> funny. But yeah, we are on
0: Instagram at Two Dads at Night Podcast. Yeah, we're on Twitter at Two Dads at Night Podcast. <laughs> you can send us listener mail to two dads at night at gmail com. You, you can send podcast. us your hate mail. That one doesn't have podcast in it. It's two dads at night at gmail But yeah, you can send us interesting topics or these yeah. nice questions you have that we could look into for you or. If you want to criticize us, you can do that too. Go for it. We're on Apple and Spotify. You can like, rate, and review. Give us five stars. If you hate us, give us one. Share it with your friends and family. Feel them that you
1: love us. We have a YouTube. Like and share the video. Spread it around. It's weird
0: plugs. Don't like doing it. But hey, (laughs) how do we get bigger? We let everybody know. That's right. But yeah, jump on the social. See what what we're about. We're very new still to all that. Um, Not to social media, but to being professional. (laughs) <laughs> very
1: true yeah being professional on social media
0: we also have we also have some merchandise that we're gonna be posting some cool things we got a jigsaw puzzle
1: i'm excited 500 pieces yeah pretty cool but anyways yeah hope you guys have a great night yeah and don't forget to send us your topic i like that idea
0: yeah send it to the send it to the gmail two dads at com.
1: boom but
0: for us i'm caleb i'm jake Have a great night. Yeah.